I'd like to invite all of the children who are in the sanctuary to come and join me. Since it's Communion Sunday, the rail is closed, so we're going to go this way and come to this opening here. And if you're joining us from home, you can get a little closer to your screen. Come on this way. Yeah, good job. Wow, look at all these wonderful people. Hooray, hooray. This makes me so happy. I think we're breaking a record today. All of these wonderful faces up here. Listen how happy everybody is to see you guys. Oh, happy, happy. Come on up. My birthday bear. Oh, your birthday bear. Well, that is a special bear. So we are in the middle of a season out in the world that a lot of people call Christmas, the Christmas season. And there's a Christmas song that we might sometimes hear. Come on in, have a seat, plenty of room over here, about Santa Claus. And it goes like this. Sing it with me if you know it. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, you know that one. But you know what? In the church right now, we're in a different season, a season called Advent. And we light our Advent wreath. Some of you made Advent candle, Advent wreaths last week. We have the color blue that kind of marks our season. And we learn about God who is coming to us because God loves us. And you know what? God does not keep a naughty list. It doesn't matter if sometimes we are a little naughty or sometimes we pout, sometimes we cry. You know what? God loves us anyway. And there's nothing we could ever do that will make God stop loving us. So I want you to remember that God always loves you. And Jesus Christ is coming anyway. Let's pray together. Gracious God, it gives us so much joy to be together today, both in person and online, and to see all of these beautiful children who are here to worship you. Thank you so much for loving us always, no matter what, and that even if we don't always live up to the, what we want to be, that you love us anyway, and you come to live in our hearts to help us be more like you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all so much. If you're three years old, four years old, or five years old, you can go with Pastor Maggie to Children's Chapel. And if not, you're five? Okay, you're five now. Yay! You're three? Okay, you can go with Pastor Maggie. So can you. Four, that's right, perfect age. You can go there with Pastor Maggie. Okay, you know where to go? You're six. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> I feel like I've been singing a lot lately in those children's messages. This is a time of year when we sing a lot of songs. We all have our favorite songs that we like to sing this time of year. Our scripture reading this morning is actually a song. It's sometimes called a canticle or a prophecy. And it is sung by a man named Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist. 
The way Luke tells the story of Jesus' birth, he leads up to it very gradually and builds up to it by weaving it in with the story of John the Baptist's birth. And so the Gospel of Luke opens with Zechariah hearing a word from the angel Gabriel that he and his wife are going to have a son, John, and that their son is the prophet who will prepare the way, prepare the people, and get them ready to receive the Messiah. As I spent time with this canticle, which is sometimes called the Benedictus, there's one verse that, that rose up for me. Maybe you heard it too. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us. Tender mercy. If there's one thing I need right now, if there's one thing our world needs right now, it's a little mercy. Earlier this week, our friend Rodney Pickett, one of our church members, sent me a link to a song by a woman named Mary Gautier. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing her name right, but it's called Mercy Now. And her, the first verse is about her father who could use a little mercy now. The second verse is about her brother who could use a little mercy now. The third verse is about the church and our country that could use a little mercy now. I think we could all use a little mercy. And here Zechariah is singing and blessing God for God's tender mercy that God is pouring out. Now Zechariah is singing about mercy in a lot of different ways. On the, on the basic simple level, he's singing about the mercy that God has shown to him and his wife Elizabeth. You see, Zechariah and Elizabeth were getting on in years. They had given up hope that they would ever be able to have a child. They had borne that grief, and in their day there was some shame that came with that because people judged them for that and thought that God was somehow punishing them. And they had borne that for years and had hoped and prayed for a child. And then the angel Gabriel comes to Zechariah while he's in the temple. He's a priest working in the temple and says, you're going to have a child. And Zechariah asks Gabriel, now how's this going to be? Because, you know, we're a little old for that. And Gabriel says, because you questioned this and didn't trust me, you're not going to be able to speak until the child is born. And so he remains mute for nine months and then eight days after John is born, when they're dedicating him in the temple and they name him John, his mouth is opened and his tongue is loose and he sings praise to God. He sings this canticle and thanks God for the tender mercy that God has shown to him and Elizabeth. So it's personal mercy that Zechariah has received. But he also sings of the mercy that God is showing to Israel. That in the fullness of time, God is coming to fulfill God's promise and sending the Messiah to come and be one of them in the incarnation. And that God has not waited for Israel to get its act together or for Israel to get at a point where it had a pure theology and, and a perfect following of all of God's rules. No, God was coming because God loves Israel and is ready to show tender mercy to God's people. 
And indeed, Zechariah is announcing the tender mercy that God is pouring out on all the world, a world that is torn up by war and strife and all of the things that were happening, and yet God comes anyway, not waiting for the world to earn it or deserve it. That's what mercy is, after all. And so we hear these words, and they echo across the millennia from the voice of Zechariah to us. Can we hear them? Do we believe in the tender mercy of God? The love of God that is coming toward us even now in this season of Advent. Not because we earn it, not because we deserve it, not even because we're ready for it, but because it's who God is and it's how God chooses to be toward us. I don't know about you, but I have a hard time really accepting that to be true. When I think about how God looks at me, so often I I think God must look on me with judgment, with disappointment, that God must see all of my flaws because I certainly see them. As I think about my my life as a pastor, I'm so aware of my, my limitations and my failings and my sins and my mistakes. That feeling as a parent that I'm just not good enough, that I'm not a good enough citizen, that I fail in so many ways to live up to who God calls me to be. And so I just assume that that's what God sees when God looks upon me. Do you struggle with that too? Do you find it hard to believe that God looks upon you with tender mercy? That when God looks upon us, you, me, the world, God looks upon us with nothing but love? I think in my deepest core, I believe that. But I just need it every day to sink in to my heart and to my bones. Maybe you do too. So hear these words of Zechariah, the tender mercy of our God is not waiting for you to get your act together, is not waiting for you to have a crisp, perfect theology, is not waiting for you to get this one problem sorted out in your life or in your personality or whatever it might be. God has already come to you with nothing but love. How do we respond to a God like that? Here we have a story where God is is about to send the prophet John the Baptist to get the people ready. And he has a job to do. And Aaron will help us explore the ways that, that John the Baptist does that in some of his preaching. And it may sound like he's saying, now you better watch out. You better not cry. You better get ready. God's coming and God's coming with judgment. But these words of John the Baptist, the preparation that we need to get ready for the coming of Christ into our world is not to make sure that we're lined up straight and we've got everything perfect so that we'll deserve God's grace. It's breaking us open so that we will understand how much we need it. If we can open ourselves to God's tender mercy that is already for us, 
that is not based on our deserving or our readiness or our perfection, that perhaps we can let it change us. The tender mercy of our God, once it takes root in our hearts, can begin to shape us into those who look upon the world, who look upon others with nothing but love, with tender mercy. And so, my friends, in this season of Advent, may the voice of Zechariah remind us of the God who comes toward us today, the God who already loves you completely just as you are, the God who wants you to know in the deepest place of your bones the tender mercy and the love and acceptance that is already yours. And may we allow that love and mercy to shape us and send us out into this world that could use a little mercy now.